Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Mama's Blogging for Biz and Bliss podcast, where we talk about blogging for fun, blogging for biz, and all the bliss in between. I'm Kathy Stoll from Bliss Beyond Naptime. Go on and pour yourself lots and lots of latte, Mama. Kick back and enjoy today's show. Hey, Mama. Welcome to the Mama's Blogging for Biz and Bliss podcast. Ah, This is a very liberating recording of the introduction to today's episode, episode number nine with Kelly Covert from Strong Body Whole Heart because it's all about releasing perfectionism. So this is something that we dive into uh, or we dove into when I was going through my creativity coaching training, um, just overcoming perfectionism and helping uh, us creative types do the same. And uh, one of the techniques is just to do a purposefully bad first draft. So I was trying uh, to think of what would make this recording extra extra bad and um i don't know i knew what i would i knew what would make it extra extra good which i was planning to do but i decided not to do it i got a new microphone uh, because my headset went kaput and when i was at the tech store i told them the situation and it's oh i love going in there you know the little nerd boys they get very excited about their computer toys <laughs> I love it. I love it. I married one. Okay. It's not derogatory. I love the nerds. But um, yeah, so one of the guys, he has a podcast. So he showed me this microphone and I was going to record it for someone else's podcast. And they, uh, I asked for, can you just give me an honest feedback on how the sound sounds? And apparently it doesn't sound so good. So she was so kind to suggest that I um put myself into a closet so I thought I would record today's intro in the closet um but then you know it's Sunday my husband's gone climbing and that means uh just for kicks you know when the cat's away the mouse can play on the bed with her laptop so <laughs> it's just a little treat like talk for myself on Sunday mornings have my latte have my laptop normally I would not dream of doing this um if the cat was around but um yeah I just like you know what? I just want to record this super simple and I don't care what it sounds like. I care if you know that you can hear me. So I'm going to double trick. You can hear me, but, um, yeah, I'll play around with the sound quality. So funny too, for her video, I ended up, um, by her suggestion, putting a blanket over my head, like a teepee and it turned into a really long conversation. So by the time I came out of there, I was like all sweaty and a little bit dizzy. <laughs> oh, well, got to work on creating that sound studio. So yes, perfectionism, I love this topic and, um, you know, I think we can all relate to the quest for perfection, the quest for releasing it because it is very paralyzing and it's a time waster. So if we just 
can allow ourselves to just put it out there, release the perfection, um, I think our lives will be so much richer for it. Uh, but speaking of perfection, my little son is here right now, and I have to say he saw my microphone, and he was just like, whoa, that is cool, and he's been, um, yeah, no, don't unplug it now, buddy. See? See how un imperfect this is? I'm going to just allow this to, do you want to say hi? Hi. Oh my gosh, isn't that perfectly cute? Okay, speaking of perfectly cute, here we have Kelly Covert from Strong Body whole heart and enjoy this perfectly imperfect episode. This episode of Mama's Blogging for Biz and Bliss is brought to you by A Whiff of Mama Bliss. Thieves is the ultimate wellness oil from Young Living. Take a deep whiff, Mama, for it holds many household and personal usages. I like to add a couple of drops to the diffuser when I want to neutralize unwanted odors in the house, like when Craig takes off his climbing shoes in the living room. Thieves stole this Mama's essential oils loving heart. Did you know that with the Young Living Premium Starter Kit, you get 11 5 middle bottles of these amazing essential oils plus a diffuser? Sign up for my weekly Whiff of Mama Bliss newsletter over at www.awhiffofmamabliss.com to learn how to get yours, how I use these oils in my day-to-day, -day, how to get a free essential oil sample mailed out to you, and automatically get entered to win my monthly giveaway of a bottle of Young Living Essential Oil. That's www.awhiffofmamabliss.com. Welcome, welcome to the Mama's Blogging for Biz and Bliss podcast. Today on the show, we have Kelly Covert, who is over at strongbodywholeheart.com, uh, which is a life coaching company. And she's very passionate about helping women transform from the inside out and start loving themselves today and living to their fullest potential. Kelly is a dynamic speaker and speaks to groups across the country on the topics of everyday worthiness, the myth of perfection, which we're going to really dive into today, and the importance of vision. Her work has been featured in the Huffington Post and the Elephant Journal, and she's also the host of the Strong Body Whole Heart podcast which is available on iTunes and which I got to appear on. We recorded that yesterday. So we are just like, hey, deja vu time, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm so happy to reciprocate um, reversing the mic stance. Yeah. With you. Thanks for having me, Kathy. I'm excited to be here. I felt like we can just continue our conversation from the other day. I know, exactly. And even just reading uh, your bio, I was just like, oh, my God, we can take off on so many tangents here. Sure. Um, but I know you would like to speak to our listeners out there about perfectionism today. Perhaps you can let us know um, what has fascinated you about this concept. So, Gosh, the word fascinate is an interesting word to use. I think frustrate would be a much better <laughs> word to use. You know, here's the thing um, with with me and perfection. I'll just give you a little background. I grew up um, always having to be the best at everything. 
And that was not put on to me by my parents. You know, it wasn't put on to me by anybody else but myself. And I think that a lot of that is personality driven. And I think there are other things that came into that. But um, my whole life, I had to be the best. I had to get the best grades. I had to be first chair. I had to do everything right. And if I didn't, it was like a blow to me. And even through college, I was the same way, you know, maximum effort 100% of the time. And if I wasn't doing that, there's something wrong. I'm lazy. You know, I was not nice to myself. And that continued for me into adulthood. And then I had my first child and he was challenging. His name is Ryan. He's about to turn 13, just to give you some perspective on timing. And he was challenging from the from the get go. I mean, the kid didn't sleep. All he did was cry and eat and I had to hold him all the time. And it was just it was exhausting as being a new mother for anyone is and challenging. And it really brought me to my knees because up to that point in my life, if I couldn't figure something out, I would just work harder. And I would do more and I would figure it out, right? I would read more books. I would ask more questions. And that didn't work. <laughs> that didn't work. I mean, I read all the books. They didn't work. I, I asked all the questions. I still wasn't, wasn't finding the answers that I needed to figure out how to be a good mom for my kid. And what it started coming down to for me is um, I would look around and I would see everybody else succeeding, right? It looked like everybody else had all the answers. And I just got into this place where, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to be able to do that? I'm such a bad mom. I can't figure it out. Like if I can't figure out motherhood and I'm a woman, then like, what is my worth? And I really fell into this place where because I couldn't be what I thought was the perfect mom, And my kid couldn't be the perfect kid, which, of course, a perfect mother has a perfect kid, right? (laughs) Then there must be something wrong with me. And um, when my son was five, he went to kindergarten and um, he was, we were getting phone calls like the first week of school, you know, there's something wrong with him, you know, all of these problems. And um, sure enough, we went through a a very lengthy process of testing and whatnot. And he has Asperger's. My my oldest son, Ryan, has Asperger's. And for like five seconds, um, I was relieved, right? Because, yeah, it's not my fault. And then, boom, I went right back into that same mode. Now I have to be the perfect mom of an Asperger's kid, you know, and I have to learn everything that there is to know about autism and I have to do everything the right way and, and find the right therapist and do all the right things. And I went right back into that same mode of, of trying to find how, how to be perfect instead Mm -hmm. of trying to figure out how I needed to parent my kid. And it really came to a head um, one night. I remember, I mean, this, this moment was what brought me to my knees. My son was having a meltdown. I was having a meltdown. I spent dinner in my bedroom crying because I didn't even want to be around my own kid. And, and, you know, like what kind of mother doesn't want to be around her own kid? That's that was my thinking. And that night after he went to bed, um, I climbed in his bed with him and I just laid down beside him because I wanted to remember what it was like to just want to be with him. 
mm-hmm. you know, to, to feel him breathing and to have peace together instead of always being at odds seemingly. And it was in that moment of stillness where I just had this bright light that said to me, you need to stop trying so hard to be perfect mm-hmm. and just be you because you are the best mom for him. And you need to quit trying to change him and let him be who he is. Right. So I was, oh, my God. I was trying to change myself. I was trying to change him. I wasn't accepting of either of us because we weren't perfect. And, and when I, when I really started to allow myself just to parent like instinctively instead of doing what I thought I should be doing. And when I let him be who he was and not try to change him, magical things happened in our house. Like, you know, like my relationship with him changed and I started to, to see more and more in my own life, how that perfectionism was holding me back from Mm -hmm. it, from living, from living. I mean, I did Mm -hmm. so many things, but I only did them because I thought I had to. And I didn't enjoy them. And since I've stepped back from that, I've stopped overachieving and I've really allowed myself to be who I am, Mm -hmm. regardless of what anybody else thinks, because that's my best self. And um, it's been amazing work for me. And now I love to share that with other people because I know I'm not the only one. Wow. What a touching story of just lying there with your little boy and just um, accepting yourself. And in turn, it it was just accepting him, you know, flaws and all. Yeah. That's wow. I have such a soft spot for little boys, too. My youngest is a boy. (laughs) I have (laughs) two. I have two boys. So Ryan is my oldest. And then I have um, my youngest, Noah, is nine. Oh, okay. Sweet. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Okay. and then, you know, yeah, you're right. Perfectionism is not fun. It is really paralyzing. It is constricting and um, anxiety provoking. Um, on your show, I touched upon how my mom, like th- growing up, the, the vibe in the house was her sewing, always hearing the sewing machine in the background. And it was very intriguing because I could see she was in her element there. Um, so I often asked her to teach me how to sew and she really was a stickler for perfection in a sewing project. And I remember just being so turned off of it. And then finally, just um, as an adult, just giving it a go again and just giving myself the permission to just make a really um, unperfect, imperfect, <laughs> you know, um, uh, project and just and that actually led to my first e-course because I sensed too that a lot of mums out there you know they, they want to explore their creativity or you know even just ironically live into what their ideal vision of um, what their being a mom looks like and I wonder now that you mentioned this like I wonder if that was a part of it too, growing up with a sewing mom that I felt a part of me wanted to give my kids that, you know, Oh my gosh, <laughs> that experience. And, um, but I was just like, Oh shoot, but I can't cause I kind of suck at it. But, um, <laughs> I just did it. And then it's so funny. My mom came over, um, when I was filming the videos for the e-course and, she, and then I told her, yeah, it's first a sewing e-course. She's like, um, she's from Peru and she's like, God, D. You shouldn't be teaching other people how to sew, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't get it. I'm giving. I'm, I was actually the the whole premise was sewing with kids afoot because 
you're only going to have like little chunks here. You won't be able to focus mm-hmm. and, you know, you're going to wear it and people, it's going to be obvious it's handmade and people are going to be like, oh, did you make that? And you just, you know, make yourself take that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we take on so much as mothers from our yes. mothers. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that the, the mother daughter relationship is so complex. Yeah. I'm, I'm 41 and I feel like I'm still figuring it out. I'm yeah. still finding my place, um, in my relationship with my mother. And I think like, likewise for her. And it's really, I think what the heart, one of the hardest things for me in this um, in, in taking on my instincts as a parent was foregoing the way she raised me. Yes. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we, and, and it's still a struggle for me. I don't talk to my mother very often about how I parent my child because she always has something to say about that. And it's rarely supportive because it's not the Mm -hmm. way she did it. But Yes, I'm different than her and my kids are different than I was. And so I, um, I really feel it takes courage. It takes Mm -hmm. courage to not be perfect and to tell people that and to really Uh own all of who we are. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's, it's so interesting to me, um, sort of how perfectionism works because first of all, there's no such thing as perfect, right? It's never ending like mm-hmm. struggle to get there and you're never going to get there. But we always feel like we're going to as perfectionists. It, I think we have this, it's like this idea that if we just try hard enough, one day it's going to be perfect and it never will be. And so we're struggling after this non-existent thing. And then oftentimes the fear of not being perfect keeps us from doing things that could mm-hmm. be really good that could be really great, that could change the world, that could change our lives, that could change our kids' lives. That's the tragedy. I mean, that's the tragedy of being a perfectionist is that there are, um, how many people out there have amazing ideas that they're too afraid of putting out there because they might not be perfect. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And even um, when you were speaking earlier about comparison syndrome, and I was just thinking too of, um, just this uh, realm of blogging and, you know, it's such an intimate part of yourself that you put out there to the masses. And um, I remember hearing, I can't remember who suggested this, um, but some kind of blogging technique where you just write a really crappy first draft and you hit publish. Oh, wow. <laughs> you go back to it throughout the day and then that's when you do the tweak. So you kind of feel that that essence of like, Ooh, I better go back in there and just like, yeah, but at least it's out there, you know? Um, and, and I kind of did that this morning, actually. I, um, this is really fun Google app. Um, my, my coaching, uh, my business coach, she suggests to me, um, it's a, a voice activated. So you, you talk into the, the microphone and it types like voice activated typing. Yeah. Cool. And, so, because I told her I want to write this epic long, um, or I want to start writing longer blog posts, and she suggested this idea, and so it was epic. I think it was like two thousand words. Oh wow! 
And, um, you know, I'm coping, like I was saying, with two sick kids upstairs and so much stuff going on in my life right now that I was just so sick of having it in my draft. And finally, I just hit publish. And then when I checked on it a couple hours later, um, I noticed a whole part of it was obviously voice activated. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But then I was just like, you know, if someone sees that they're going to get, a, well, A, either a chuckler or B, I'm thinking, you know, how unprofessional. But, you know, I was able to go back and I'm sure like not a whole whack people. I haven't sent out the newsletter that brings more eyeballs to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of reminded me of when my husband and I first started dating, you know, we were pretty fresh. And so he was leaving me some little love letters and poems in the kitchen table when after he went to, before he went to work. And he wrote this really sweet poem um, called Wabi Kathy based on that Wabi Sabi uh, philosophy. Mm-hmm. It's a Japanese approach to living, uh, uh, an art of embracing the beauty uh, in imperfection. So I'm really lucky that we kind of stumbled upon that philosophy together because we both thought, well, oh, that was pretty cool. Um, we had a little book about it. And um, and then just being in that state of fresh love bliss and having my beloved write me a letter just saying like, right, he was like, <laughs> sounds bad, but he was listing a few of my imperfections, mm-hmm. uh, but saying how much he appreciated them. And it was just like... Wow, thank you. Because I, I think that has helped me a little bit too. Like you were saying, the, the parenting journey is so complex. And of course, the, the expectations from family members and them taking it personally because you're not doing it like they did, um, it, it did give me a little bit of permission permission flip, slip to let that parenting freak flag fly because I am definitely the black sheep in my family um, when it comes to some of my parenting choices, Um, but I'm okay with that, you know, like I like to say, like like the proof is in the pudding, you know, like just accepting these beautiful beings that have come into our lives and um, celebrating, um, like you were saying, yeah, the the perfectionism is just um, paralyzing and just debilitating um, probably to society as a whole. Yeah, well, and I, I know so many people who... I look at them and I think from the outside, a lot of perfectionists are sort of type A people, right? And they get things done. Yeah. And um, I'm like that. And I'm still like that. I still get things done. It's just I do the things I want to do now. <laughs> but yeah. you know, I think that our society really rewards um, perfectionism and overachieving as sort of badges of honor. Um that if you are a perfectionist or if you are an overachiever and they usually go hand in hand that mm-hmm. you you're good you're good at things and you're mm-hmm. smart and you get the good grades and you get the rewards and the certificates mm-hmm. and you know it's challenging to be in a world that rewards that and take a step back and say you know what I don't need that anymore mm-hmm. and i think that where that really comes from is knowing inside, right? Instead of looking for validation externally, you begin to look for that validation from within. Because Mm -hmm. until you give it to yourself, you are never, ever going to be satisfied. And the other thing that comes up for me in what you said is until you give it to yourself, it's really hard to give it to somebody else. So when I was in this place of always judging myself and always thinking that I was not good enough and that I needed to try harder. That's also what I saw on almost everybody else. 
-hmm. And I judged them and I criticized them. And what I recognize now is that that was me judging and criticizing myself. Mm -hmm. I was projecting Mm -hmm. those qualities onto other people. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's damaging to relationships. It's so fun to live with that in your head. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. that sucks. It sucks Mm -hmm. to have that kind of language in your head, even if it's directed at somebody else. It's not uplifting. It does not bring joy. And I was just tired. I was like, like physically exhausted from fighting with myself all the time. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it feels so good now to be in this place where I can say, you know what? Sure. I have an extra 10 pounds to lose or maybe 20, depending on, Mm -hmm. you know, who you, Mm -hmm. who who you think is right on that. Mm -hmm. But I'm okay today. And I love myself today and I am worthy today, regardless Mm -hmm. of anything else that I ever do. And that's a really powerful place to be in because you are, you are making yourself happy. You are bringing joy to yourself. You're not waiting for someone to do it for you. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. I had a a moment yesterday when I just looked at myself at how the outside world might perceive me. And it actually made me laugh. Um, like I was saying, it's been pretty full on here. There's some stuff going on. And um, yesterday, my husband asked me to drop the car off to get repaired. And I was in such a rush. And I was starving. So I went to the grocery store and I needed something to eat. So I just grabbed this like sausage roll. And I'm driving eating this like really flaky sausage roll. <laughs> And I get, I pull up to the auto repair place. I am covered in that flaky crust. Yeah. And it's all over my car seat. It's all over the car seat next to me. And I look, the floor is disgusting. Um, our car is really gross. And it's, and it's funny because I could tell my daughter is mortified when her friends get in it. It's just kind of like, hey, you know. And I always kind of joke about it. And, yeah, I just got out of the car and I like, I shook off the flakes. And <laughs> Like, I got other priorities in my life right now. Heck yeah. Well, and you know, that's, that's the thing. When you can let go and just be you, it's so, there's so much freedom. There's so much freedom there. I mean, it's funny because I, right now, this very second as we talk, I'm wearing this, this pair of sweatpants and they're, they're navy blue and they're, they're my favorite. I love them. And they have a hole in the crotch. And I, I, every time I wear them, I'm like, I look in the mirror and like, can I go out in these? Just wear panties. Wait, can anybody see? Can anybody see that hole? Um, yeah. So I I go out in them quite often. Although I did change when I was going to the chiropractor the other day. I was like, I guess I won't wear these pants. Yeah, I can't. Well, I have to be honest. When I got out of the car at the auto repair shop, I, in my mind, because I got I'm like four up on you. I'm 45 now, and I was like, I wonder, is is this still coming across as cute? <laughs> Just sad. <laughs> you know what? So if you think it's cute, Kathy, then it is. Well, I felt kind of cute. Yeah. Well, well, you know, once I got over the like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Let myself go. Yeah. Well, and you know, here's the thing too about being a perfectionist, and I am the first people to tell tell people about myself this that I consider myself to be a recovering perfectionist. It's not something that um, just like it 
I, I decide one day I'm not going to be a perfectionist and then I'm not. And then it goes away and I never have to deal with it again. You know, I've been a perfectionist for many, many, many years and it does come back up and it slaps me in the face sometimes. And sometimes it's sneaky. Sometimes it doesn't slap me in the face. Sometimes it like creeps up behind me. And all of a sudden I find myself in this situation where I'm doing it again, where I'm, where I'm comparing, where I'm judging and I really have to pull myself back from that. And I believe that for me and for most people that are working on this area of their life, it is a daily practice of being really mindful of those thoughts, of being really mindful of how we treat ourselves, of the things that we're trying to prove, right? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to prove something to somebody else? Are you trying to prove something to yourself? Because if yeah. you are, why? Interesting. It's just like that gold star seeking kid in us or totally. And do you have tips like for, you know, the people you work with who you see as having those tendencies? Sure. Yeah. I think that the the first tip, and I mentioned it before already, is developing a practice of what I call everyday worthiness, Mm. recognizing that our worthiness does not come from the gold star right? It doesn't come from someone patting us on the back or someone telling us we did a good job or letters after our name or whatever it is. Like everybody has a different thing um, that, that, that sort of juices them up in that way. But Mm -hmm. our worthiness comes from inside of us and it doesn't come from things that we've done. It comes because we are who we are. We are worthy because we're here, Mm. not because we've done anything. And I always tell um, people, especially moms, but even if you're not a mom, you can you can picture a newborn baby. I mean, remember Aww. when you held your your mm-hmm. firstborn for the first time or any of your children for the first time, mm-hmm. you would do anything for that child. You would like literally lay your life down for that child and they haven't done anything. Yeah. You know, they've all they've done is come into this world and like become this person and yet they're still worthy of of everything that we have to give them and that doesn't change because we're grown-ups that doesn't change we still are that same person as when yeah. we were a, a tiny newborn baby and our mother was holding us for Aww. the first time and so tapping yeah. back into that is really important and and just developing that practice of recognizing that I'm worthy. And a lot of that comes from replacing negative self-talk with something that is more empowering, which is a mindful practice too. I'm really into practicing, can you tell? Yeah. Um but that I really believe that it's not a one and done. It's mm-hmm. something that we have to do each and every day. Yes. And another tip that that I something I did, it it may seem a little drastic, but it's what I needed. Um, I actually had a year of underachieving. Awesome. (laughs) So I was very intentional the year that I turned 40 um, about not saying yes to anything that I did not want to do. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I did not do anything just because I thought I should. I didn't do anything because I thought it would make me look good. I only did things that I was passionate about, that I felt in my soul was something that I should be doing. And and so I would tell everybody, yeah, I'm underachieving this year. You know, I, I went probably in that year about 10 months with 
without hardly exercising at all. I was recovering from some adrenal fatigue. And I mean, this is someone like before that I was doing like triathlons and, and marathons and long distance races. And again, it was, it was really feeding that overachiever in me. And I, I just would tell everybody, they would say, are you doing a race? Nope. I'm underachieving this year. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, you had a little catchphrase to go with, and it just kind of says it all. Yeah, and probably inspired a bunch around you. Well, and people look at looked at me like I was crazy. Like, what do you mean you're <laughs> underachieving? And that doesn't mean you don't do anything, right? It yeah. means that you listen. You listen mm-hmm. to within, and you listen to your heart to hear what it's telling you. And when I started doing that, man, I got a lot done, and everything that I did nourished me and nurtured who I was instead of feeling like it's chipping away at my soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. That's really inspiring. Yeah. yeah. So go, go, even if it's a week of underachieving, sometimes that yeah. can be hard for people who are really hardcore perfectionist overachiever types. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yesterday after I dropped off the car, uh, I walked home. Uh, it's a pretty long walk, which is nice though, because um, I needed you know, the exercise to like let out some stress. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, my friend didn't see me, but I walked by her house and I just saw her like puttering in her garden. I had to hurry home so I can stop and chat. But I, I just was, while I was walking by, I just watched her just like sweeping the pathway. And it was just like, oh my God, like I need some of that. I just need some putter time because right now I just feel like, again, like you were saying, just uh, I'm in a season of overachieving mm. and I am. Um, I'm kind of going for my own kind of brand of gold star just with this uh, this new side gig of mine. Um, and they have levels. So uh, I'm just noticing like, whoa, I have not been in a business model like that uh, for a long time, like since like before I got married type of thing. So it's just kind of like it's speaking to like some sort of quadrant of my inner nerdness. You know, just like, yeah. I can't hit that level. And uh, yeah, but it was, it was almost like um, this divine gift to remind me because that used to be me. Like when we lived on our little hobby farm, it was just so laid back and we just kind of like would go with the seasons. We would go with um, our connection to the earth and our own natural rhythms. And it was just like, wow, I am so glad I saw that today. And you just echoed just that essence that is so important in order to nourish ourselves and um, and also like to be a model to our kids watching us just like because, yeah, because I know that I get resentment creeps up when I am not hitting, you know, my goals when I said out loud or declared them. Um, and then sometimes like um, – when is it? I came back from a hot springs retreat this weekend and me and my two girlfriends were up so like talking funny enough about like mom stuff and like, just our relationships with our mothers as we get older. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of my lack of sleep, I was so grumpy when I came home and I just was I didn't even recognize myself. And um and I had to apologize to my kids after I'm like, sorry, I've been, you know, I was grumpy. I didn't get much sleep last night, but just they did see that flicker, obviously, of imperfection. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but thank you. That's a good reminder. Mm-hmm. And actually being away is a good reminder, too, of just taking a pause. Yeah. Well, and, and too, um, you know, you said you're in this new side gig where there's levels and things like that. Yeah. Um, I'm really cautious about stepping in. And this is my own personal thing. Like I know that certain things can trigger 
me when it comes to perfectionism. And so I have Uh to really guard myself um, because, you know, even like going to the gym sometimes can can trigger that, you know, like I'm on the treadmill and I'm looking over at the person next to me and I feel like I need to go faster than it. Even little things like that can come up for me. And so I'm really, um, I kind of protect myself from that yeah. because I have to recognize that I know it's going to trigger me. And I'm, and I've gotten better at, about slowly putting myself into situations like that and with my sort of new attitude towards um, underachieving and feeling really good about that and really powerful in that place. But it's been, it's taken me a long time to get there. And I think if you're another tip would be if you're just starting that journey of, of letting go of perfect to kind of insulate yourself from things that could trigger it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Keep your eye on your own mat. Like they say in yoga class. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm like one of those kind of people too. Like I've gone to yoga class and been like competitive, like doing competitive (laughs) yoga. Yeah. That's me. (laughs) Yoga Olympics. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like really yoga. Um, And, and, but once I was the, I remember, I can still remember the first yoga class I went to that I didn't look at anybody else. And it was like a revelation, like, oh, this is what yoga is about. I know. I know. Yoga is life and life is yoga. Yeah. 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 Um, This has been so great. And I think this is really going to help the mamas out there who are blogging for fun and are feeling perhaps that they want to take that next step, but they don't feel that they're, um, you know, the work that they want to do is at that certain caliber yet is just, you know, just put it out there. What's the worst that can happen? If anything, it's going to be endearing and really, you know, I think people love seeing imperfection. Oh, it's true. It's what makes us special and unique. Yes. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kelly, thank you so much. Um, before we go, uh, do you want to share with our listeners out there where they can find you and a, a little bit more of how you can offer them some extra support in this area? I would love to. So our website is strongbodywholeheart.com and you can find links to our podcast and all kinds of good stuff there. And we are on Facebook. You can just search Strong Body Whole Heart and you will find us there. And we are also on Twitter at SBW Heart. And my Instagram is SBW Heart underscore Kelly. And I take lots of um, pictures of my adorable puppy and coffee. And um, I post an inspirational quote every now and then. So it's just like it's just for fun for me. Um, But I love it. But one thing I would love to give your listeners is um, I would invite them to join our free 30 Days of Worthy program. And what it is, it's just 30, um, 30 days, an email a day with a little reminder of your worthiness, with a little sort of action step that you can do, some tools that you can use to really start to develop that everyday practice of worthiness. Aww. And it's it's just, it's something that's near and dear to my heart. I really, um, I really put a lot of energy into creating it because it's something I'm so passionate about sharing. So if any of you guys would like to, um, join in that, and it's, it just starts whenever you, you choose, um, you can go to 30 days of worthy.com and just put in your name and email address and you'll start getting those um, daily reminders of how amazing and wonderful you are this very minute. 
What a gift. Every day for 30 days. That is so sweet. Thank you so much, Kelly. And you totally got me at Puppies and Lotto. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's made my heart swell. I think we're kindred Thank spirits, you. Kathy. I think so. Yeah, we're going to have to have more interviews. Yes, for, for sure. sure. And um, all those links will be over at our show notes at blissbeyondnaptime.com. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thanks for having me. It was so fun. Thanks for listening. Don't want to miss an episode? Then be sure to subscribe at iTunes. And while you're at it, why not leave a review? Another way not to miss a bit of bliss is to subscribe to my newsletter over at blissbeyondnaptime.com. Lots of freebies there to choose from that will get you on that list and will support you on your blogging for biz dreams. Until next time, Mama, keep on blogging on. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.